the Kuzari said that we were forced into it, that's the Hechrich, that's not something we chose, says the Chacham that to an extent that's true, but to an extent it's not true. Why? He says, because we still get this Chacham. He says, for a few of us that we've taken the message of Goddess and we've learned uh, to serve Hashem with mysterious nefesh and we meant to learn from the Goddess, so that we gain from the Goddess. But the Yesh Sachar Leroy, there's still a Sachar, there's still a reward for the majority of Klai Israel, even if they haven't learned the lesson that Goddess was meant to teach them, but the Maisa, they're still choosing to be there. Why? If nature knows they all are goddess pain hechrachbaratsan. Even though we're going forces into goddess, the matter we still get the credit of choosing to be in goddess because it's true we can't extricate ourselves from goddess. It's true we can't redeem ourselves, but there's another way out. Ki'ilu hayarotze. If the Jew wanted to, hayachaver anogis. I said bimila shiyamabritarach. He could join the oppressor with a word. If the Jew would agree to convert. So then he wouldn't be a goddess anymore. If the, the guy were always more than happy to accept Jewish converts. And therefore, if the Jew didn't want to experience the suffering or the persecution of goddess, all he needed to do was tell the local Christian clergyman that he's willing to convert to Christianity, and he would have become an honored citizen of Christian society. And if that's the case, and that's the case, the fact that Klaishal didn't do that, right, is Be'atza means that they chose to remain in goddess. And therefore, with the, with the Kazari said, you were forced into it. You didn't want to be here. Says the Chacham, it's not strictly true. We were forced into it in, in the context that we couldn't save up, free ourselves as Klai Yisrael. But the fact that we chose to remain hidden, even, and even though that means suffering, whatever goddess was going to be, that was by our choice. And Hashem does not think about that. The true judge realizes that also. He realizes that as well, that Klaishal theoretically could have had the option of converting out and then not, not, not have been suffering the goddess, and the fact that they didn't do that is a source for them. Now, that's not enough, because Hashem expects more than that. If he would have, so to speak, accepted the, the burden of goddess, and the suffering in goddess, and the poverty which comes with goddess, the shame of Kim Karoi. In other words, we would have learned the lesson Hashem wants us to learn. Then, we would have become that fortunate generation which, have, which would have greeted Mashiach. We would have made the time which we wait, the, of the redemption which we're waiting for come nearer. And so therefore, what's the Kuzari saying? He's saying two different points. On the one hand, it's true. Right? HaKadosh Baruch put us in Goddess for a reason. Had we learned the lesson and had we accepted the teaching, or at least the Muslim we went to learn, and used Goddess as a means to improve ourselves, then we could have brought Mashiach a long time ago already. And therefore, it's not to Klaishal's credit to say we're in Goddess for so long. Right? It's not like, wow, Klaishal and Goddess for such a long time. On the contrary, that's a, it's a certain, so to speak, weakness of Kai Israel, that we've had to be in Goddess for so long because we never yet did what Goddess was meant to make us do. So that's on the on the one side. On the other side, there's still a credit to Kai Israel, and that is they didn't give up. 
Right? The Christ Shokra have also looked at the goddess. And so we've been in exile, we've been persecuted for a thousand years, a thousand five hundred years, now it's nearly two thousand years. Right? And they could have just said, okay, so we give up, we're going to get so to speak, convert to the to the other side and it'll be fine. And Tarishal never did that. And if that's the case, we have a certain credit that we accepted the goddess, even if you aren't gaining from the goddess, but at least we didn't lose from the goddess. At least we remain Kaisra, which is a certain uh, mile in its own right. The Mephoshim asked, uh, the more recent, before I asked the question, there's an interesting point. And that is, historically, whatever persecution there was, Crusaders, Inquisition, the Cossacks, whatever it was, the Jews always had the option to convert and be saved. Even by the Cossacks? Even by the Cossacks. Or the Holocaust? No, except for that's what I'm going to get to. The, they always had the option to convert and be saved. To Israel's credit, they, they, very, very few people ever took that up. The vast majority of Israel would would rather face death than convert. When it came to the Holocaust, so then something changed. There wasn't an option anymore. The Nazis in Akshima weren't interested if people wanted to convert or didn't want to convert. Uh, they could have already converted. It didn't make a difference to me then. If a person had any Jewish grandparent, they already killed them, regardless of what the of what the status of there was right now. Also then, there's so many hidden that Is that because the Nisoyen was given when Klaishal would have withstood it. So, yes, it was suffering the being burnt alive by the Inquisition or being killed by the Crusader, whatever it was, but Hashem knew that Klaishal would withstand the Nisoyen. And therefore, other other. on the one hand, they were punished, but on the other hand, they got a tremendous chus. Because they had the option to save themselves and they didn't, and they chose not to do it because they wanted to die like this However, when it came to the time of the Holocaust, and I learned for most of Klai Yisrael, not for everyone obviously, but for most of Klai Yisrael, they weren't holding by that. And therefore, had they had the option of, to convert and not die, they would have done that. And how do we know this? Again, I'm not talking about Klai Yisrael collectively. But after the war came to light, a number of letters from Jews in Germany to the Catholic Church asking for protection because they converted to Catholicism. It wasn't even that they offered to convert. They already had converted. They said, now because we converted, we want the church to protect us. And the master of the church didn't. But uh, the Nazis didn't care. They didn't feel that they had to listen to the church or anyone else. But uh, the, but you see that the clerical weren't on that level anymore, that they would have the opportunity, to, that would have the strength, so to speak, to withstand that Nisayin. And that's again, I shouldn't give them the Nisayin. Communism was the same thing. He said it was Hashem's response for Klai Yisrael giving up the Torah. So Akira Hashem made a matzav, he took it away from them. There were very few, I mean, there were, there were, there were Jews who were strong and ended up going to Siberia for 20 years. But it wasn't, there were millions of Jews in Russia. For most of them, that they had already given up Yiddishkeit before that. Okay, so therefore he says, there's still a, says Zohar, therefore there's still a certain aspect to Godless that is to Klai Yisrael's credit that's we, we haven't given up our identity as yet, even though it means we're going to suffer goddess as a result. Well, for most people... The speak about this. A number of the, like I said, post-Holocaust, uh, the asked the question, for a Jew who was killed in the Holocaust, is that considered he, was, he died of Kiddush Hashem? And why is it a question? Because he wasn't given an option. So if a, if a Jew is faced with the option, convert or die, and he chooses to die, then you can say he died of Kiddush Hashem. Because he had the option not to. He would never have done it to you as his Zimunah is strong. Okay, very good. But Lemaisa, therefore, he exercised his Zimunah and he, he decided he's going to be most nefesh. But if a person had no choice at all, he could have said, I'm going to convert you, so we're still going to kill you. 
Right, so then he's asking to die in Kiddush Hashem. This is a, it's a well-known argument between them. Because I said, and that's something else to think about, and that is, had we been saved of the goddess the way we were meant to, the Shem Hashem, we would have brought Mashiach. He said it twice. I mean, we would be the Pe'era Darsh on Metapim of Mashiach, and we would be Makar of the Esa Yeshua Hasida. Right, this is the Yisrael of Mashiach, which is a bit of a Kiddush, and it's the understand what the, how the Kuzari understood it. Uh, the Rebbe Levi understood it. And that is, we know that the time for Geula is not determined. Right? As opposed to other times when the goddess was told, Merosh, it's going to be 70 years or 400 years, whatever it's going to be. We know that this goddess exactly the opposite. Hashem never gave a, a time how long the goddess is going to be. And the reason for that is, is because that way we have the opportunity to bring it closer if we deserve to. Right? That's something else, it's because it wasn't Lady Skala Avoyno. It's That's another point. But uh, now we're going with the with, Kabaris uh, and Sanhedrin, and that is that because it's not fixed at a time, we can bring the Gaudu whenever we want. Which means which means that there's a difference between a Gaudus which a time is set. If a time is set for a Gaudus, it means it's a punishment. And until the punishments, we've expiated, the, so to speak, the punishment that we deserve, we're not going anywhere. Right? The goddess is given for a certain time because we're being punished for that amount of time. And let me show this to you. We know the goddess Babel was 70 years. Right? There's no way out of 70 years. It had to be 70 years. Why 70 years? Because, like the apostle says clearly, there were 70 Shemitahs that Klai Yisrael didn't keep. And the apostle says clearly that, you're going to Goddess, the land is going to make up for its missed Shemitahs. Right? And therefore, just, the idea of Shemitah is the land lies empty and doesn't get cultivated. So for every Shemitah that Klai Yisrael didn't leave the land, they're going to go into a year of Goddess. And therefore, there were 70 Shemitahs, and the Klai Yisrael going to Goddess for 70 years. So there was a... The, the, is there really a reason? You know, I'm thinking about it now. Like, I'm going to send them out for 70 years because they didn't keep Shemitah for 70. The Torah says it. The Torah says it clearly. Then the land will make up for the Shemitahs all the days, all the years that is left empty. So yes, so if that's the case, the, the goddess came as a punishment for something specific, and therefore it's going to last 70 years. Right? That's why there was a time limit given. And by other goddesses as well, if there's a time given, it's because that's a punishment for something, and therefore it's going to last that amount of time. And if that's the case, right, we have to understand that when it comes to this goddess, in contrast, Right? If it was a punishment for something specific, then again, then we would have been second for a certain amount of time until that punishment's been meted out, until we deserve it. If it's not based on time, right, then the pshat then is that it's not, we have, we have to wait a certain amount of time for the goyla because of a certain punishment. The idea is, it's waiting for us to be ready for the goyla. And therefore, it's not time, man, it's up to you. As soon as you're ready, you'll get, you'll get redeemed. Now, the Kiddush, that, that's, until now I say it's straightforward. The Kiddush is that what we look at always is, okay, so what's Hashem waiting for us to do? But if you look at the goddess, and being as it wasn't for a certain amount of time, so then it's, it, it's until we deserve to be redeemed, what do we need to do to be redeemed? How do we know this? So it's, it's not a din of you have to be there for a certain amount of time. It's a din of you're going to be there until you deserve to come out of goddess. Okay, and if that's the case, what do we need to do to deserve the command of Goddess? So, so, oh, so, then, so if you look at the Adam of Hashim, it's an interesting thing. 
they go to what was the Avera we did to get into Golos. And Imela, what do we need to do to reverse that Avera to get out of Golos? So if you want to go to Chavitz Chaim for many, many times, it says, you go to others for him, which is not that different, but they say, Sinas Chinam. The Gemara says that we went into Golos because of Sinas Chinam, so you have to work on Avis Yisrael. Right? And there are one or two other options also for things that the Gemara says is the reason we went into Golos. We have to fix the reason that we went into Golos to come out of Golos. The Rebbe just said something else. And it's in Big Chiddush. I'll read it again. He says, If if we would accept the goddess, with Timois and Nefesh, to accept the punishment of goddess because that's what, that's what Hashem wants us to be, and we accept it as goddess, that would be a reason to come out. And now this is the Chiddush. If you're going to say there's a specific Avera that Klai Yisrael did, and because of that Avera, so they have to fix the Avera. Lashon Haras, Inashchinam, whatever else you want it to be, right, there are other options also. Then okay, we understand. You you were you you there because you're doing something wrong, and until you do it right, you're gonna stay there. In other words, the factor which sent us into Goddess is the factor which is keeping us in Goddess. Like the Chafetz Chaim says. But now we see a new point. Now we see a new point. The Levi says, no, we sent to Goddess. But if it be a couple Goddess, there will be a reason to come out of it. Right? Why? Uh, the Goddess is just a step too. It was because we did something wrong we landed up there. So why is being a couple the Yisurim enough reason to get out of it? So the embassy is a good lady to be something that Rabbi Yen also says. And Rabbi Yen says in the Shari He says, if a person ceases being punished, so he realizes I've done something wrong, that's not just punishing me. But if a person is makabal in himself, the punishment that he's getting, so Kodesh stops the punishment. That's an amazing thing he said. Rabbi Yen doesn't say that a person is the chuvah for the very that caused the punishment. If a person is makabal ba'avu, that this Hashem is punishment, makabal the, the punishment. What does it mean to makabal ba'avu? They understand that Hashem is doing this to me because I've done something wrong, and I'm makabal. I deserve it. Akash Baruch, thank you for for correcting me. Thank you for coming to attack in me. And he brings it from a pasuk. He says, "Ki chamas adam toydecho she'eris chaymas tachkor." When a person thanks you for the anger that you showed towards him, then the rest of the anger gets taken away. And therefore he says, when the person sees being punished, and he's murdered to Hashem, Hashem, I appreciate I did something wrong, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to get kapara by punishing me, so that's the reason to take the rest of the punishment away. And he's saying the same thing over here. It's an amazing thing. Godless was a punishment. But if we would be makabled the godless, and be makabled the punishment that we meant to do, there would already be a reason for Hashem to take it away. Now, of course, when Yerni talks about it, he says like this, he says, that... Why is it that if a person, so to speak, is moida, for the Yisurim is already gotten, then Hashem will take the rest of Yisurim away? So it's made like this. He says, Yisurim can be one of two reasons. A bad sense both. There's a certain element which is as a warning to a person, or as a, so meant to be a sign to a person that realize you're doing something wrong. That wake up and realize you've done something wrong. The second point is, it's meant to be the kapara and the very that he did before. Right? And therefore, there's two matters. The one is kapara. And that is, this is the punishment for what a person's done. And the other one is, it's the azhara. It's the warning. That if everything's going smoothly and nothing happens, and a person doesn't imagine that there's any Hashem's time is any. It's only when things go wrong, and the person has to wake up and think, Mazus is not, we must have done something wrong. Right? The Chiddush is saying is, is that, if it's, even if, you, if a person only has the one, which means he understands that the Kodesh Baruch is coming to punish me. And therefore, that's I'm going to recover. Right? That's going to be the wake-up call. So that's already a reason to take away the punishment. 
Now, of course, a full tshuva means I'm going to now work on what I did wrong and deal with that as well. But the fact that I already now realize that Hashem is punishing me and I'm a couple that is it didn't stop the punishment. A Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted to wake you up. You've woken up. I'm saying in simple words. You've woken up. What you're going to do about it, Vakashad, go ahead and do it. But there isn't a key to punishment with that. You've, you've taken the message. And I'll give you a mashal, which is a mashal from the Torah. The halach is if a person was over in a very which is high of Kharis, which I guess to bring a Kharis and If a person doesn't know if he's over in a very which is high of Kharis, right, so bring a Kharis and Ashim Tali. Asks the Gemara, is the Ashim Tali Machaka? Says the Gemara, no, it's not. If he ever finds that, even years later, that he actually did the very Zubchayv to bring a Kharis So what's the point of bringing the Ashim Tali? It's not being Machaka anyway. Says the Gemara, the Hagim if they are Peronis. Because if you didn't bring it, you get punished. And therefore, it starts with getting punished. And now you ask the question, what does it mean? Right? I understand. If, it, if you want to not to get punished, then do tshuva for the aver. Then bring korban chatos. He doesn't know he's done the aver. So, so why would he be punished? What's the ashtarik coming for? And what? This is the same you said. If a person's done something wrong, the punishment isn't only the kapara. The punishment is also the the, the, the sign, the wake up call. And therefore, if a person at least has chapt, the, that they are not to punish him because now. Hashem leads it up to him to do. Now, now that you realize you've done something wrong, you've taken the message, so go and do something about it. We don't have to send you more reminders. So that's enough to take away the Yisur. A person now has to go into a kapara, 100%. He has to go through the process of doing Shabbat. But he doesn't need to go through Yisur the whole time. And therefore, the same Yisur over here. Bad Sam, the process of Shabbat doesn't have to be through Yisur of Golis. If we understand the lesson of Golis, and I say, okay, we've done wrong, Chotano, and we want to do Chava. So we don't have to be suffer until we finish the Chava. That, that itself, the understanding, and that now that, and the determination our part, we realize we're wrong and we're going to fix things up, so Hashem doesn't have to punish anymore. Now give the person a chance to fix it up. So it's the Hagim and Yisurim. When a person realizes that, I now need to start doing Chava, and there is enough a reason for the Yisurim to stop. Now he has to go ahead and do it. It's similar to the idea that being a Kabbalah Tainis is already something. But I'll show you this in the Psukim. Let's look at the first three Psukim of Parashat Shavu, and you'll see an amazing thing. This is Arachayim, again, it's not Satan or anybody else, the Arachayim of Adish. And he says like this, It says the Parashat Shavu, it happens, all these things happen to you. All the things happen, the brachas, the brachas, the brachas, all the things happen to you. Then what happens? You decide to come back to Hashem and listen to Him. Then, Hashem will bring back your captors and have mercy on you. Right? And then it says the next passage, And now you'll come back and listen to Hashem. You just said that. You said the first passage, And then Hashem will have mercy on you and compassion and bring you back to Israel. And then, Now you're going to come back. So you come back before, you come back afterwards. It says, It says, Children can be in stages. There could be the first point that I realize everything that happens with the bracha and the klala, is, and therefore I decide I want to do tshuva. That's the first shavta. I decide I'm going to do tshuva, and at that stage it's already enough for Hashem to bring back the earth to Yisrael. Bring it back. Now the atatosh of Hashemato will call Hashem, and we're going to do everything He says. Then Rumah Hashem is the kechus of That will bring to the next stage of the kapar, but it can go in stages. The fact that we've got to stage one already, which means we realize this is a punishment. And we realize we don't want to be punished, and therefore that's going to set us now on the path of wanting to deliver. Is enough for a reason to take the punishment away. It's done its job. And that's the same thing we see over here. 
provided that the heirs which brought the korban, Ashnaris and Aschinam, Betul Torah, they're not from heirs. We have to fix them up. But we don't have to suffer until we finished. The understanding is that we're suffering and therefore we need to do other is enough to stop the suffering. Berega that now has done its job of bringing us to the point where we wanted to do other, good, then it's done its job. And now we matter, we aren't bound to it anymore. And again, this is the difference. When the uh, when Oynish is nigzar for time, so there's nothing you can do about it. If it's nigzar 70 years, so then that's, that's what I said at the beginning. Uh, doing show in the middle won't help. The Oynish, uh, we, that, that was the Oynish. And we can't stop in the middle. That's how long it's going to last. The, the minor on the one side of this goddess is that it wasn't nigzar as an Oynish. And if that's the case, we can stop the goddess at any time. And it doesn't have to wait until we do a full chuvah to stop the goddess. Just the recognition that it's a punishment, we don't want to be punished anymore, would be enough reason to stop the goddess. And now, like the Prophet says, we could embark on the process of chuvah, but that doesn't have to be a process which goes through suffering. Once you start on the process, it takes the suffering away. Now we can go, we will go, we'll have to get to chuvah, but we can do it without the suffering. It's done its job. The proof is if we try to fight it, that's the proof whether or not we accept it? The proof is if we accept the principle, why are we in Goddess, and therefore we want to, we understand, we are Goddess, why are we in Goddess, what we want to do about it. And what he says is that what Kaisal hadn't, to the most part, hadn't accepted, is that we've been, when Goddess is a punishment, are we trying to therefore get out of it? Are we trying to retrieve it, to, to reverse the Goddess? So he said, yes, there's a matter, we're not getting out of it by converting out, which is an extreme, but there's a better way. Get out of it by doing it and Kaisal aren't doing that, uh, that's, that's our problem. That's why we're still here. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about today. This is yes,